This is Ken Patton with Only This, a series of eclectic podcasts about real stuff, information, stories, guides, etc., that are accurate, factual, and logical. No bullshit, propaganda, lies, conspiracy theories, religious fairy tales, or other nonsense. I might slip in some fiction once in a while, but if I do, it will be clearly labeled as such. These podcasts were driven by my desire to share a lifetime of experiences and acquired knowledge in technology, music, the sciences, and life itself, and to combat the pandemic of misinformation and bullshit the world is currently suffering, because everybody's blowing smoke up your ass. So wake up. Episode 9, an interview with Thomas Jefferson. This episode is an exception from the rule and is obviously fictional. It was written by ChatGPT. So sit back and enjoy the interview where we ask Mr. Jefferson his opinion on the current debt ceiling crisis. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a special episode of Only This, where through the magic of AI, we are going to bring historical figures to life to discuss contemporary issues. Today, we have the esteemed pleasure of welcoming Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States, and one of the key architects of the American Revolution. Mr. Jefferson, thank you for joining us. I am honored to be here, sir. I trust that our conversation today shall be both enlightening and fruitful. Indeed, Mr. Jefferson. Let us delve right into the heart of the matter at hand. Currently, there is a heated debate in Congress regarding the debt ceiling and the potential default of the United States. Some members of the Republican Party have expressed a willingness to let the nation default, while the Democrats are reluctant to negotiate. What are your thoughts on this situation? The notion of intentionally defaulting on a national debt strikes at the very core of fiscal prudence and national responsibility. As I wrote in a letter to Alexander Hamilton, to preserve our independence, we must not let our rulers load us with perpetual debt. We must make our choice between economy and liberty or profusion and servitude. Strong words indeed. But what do you say to those who argue that defaulting on the debt might force the government to address its spending habits and curb excessive borrowing? I understand the concerns regarding prudent fiscal management, but resorting to default is a dangerous path fraught with dire consequences. The consequences of a defaulted extend far beyond the political arena. They reverberate through the economic fabric of our nation. So you're advocating for a responsible approach to debt management. Precisely. Our nation's financial obligations should be honored. We must strive to maintain the public credit. I place economy among the first and most important virtues, and public debt 
has the greatest of dangers to be feared. But what if the Democrats are accused of being unwilling to negotiate on the issue? Shouldn't both sides find common ground to resolve this impasse? Negotiation and compromise are indeed vital components of a healthy democracy, sir. However, one must remember that when it comes to matters of national solvency, one must not trifle with the stability of our economic foundations. I would rather be exposed to the inconveniences attending too much liberty than to those attending too small a degree of it. It is clear that you value the stability of the nation above all else. Can you elaborate on the severe negative impact a potential default could have on the United States? A default on our national debt would not only undermine the trust of our creditors, but it would also plunge our nation into economic chaos. The consequences would extend to every citizen, from the poorest to the wealthiest. Our ability to trade, invest, and prosper would be severely hindered, casting doubt upon the very principles upon which our great republic stands. I couldn't agree more, Mr. Jefferson. Are there other points you would like to make regarding this pressing issue? Every difference of opinion is not a difference of principle. We have called by different names brethren of the same principle. We are all Republicans. We are all Federalists. In the face of this current challenge, we must remember our shared commitment to the principles that define our nation. Liberty, responsibility, and the pursuit of a more perfect union. Wise words, Mr. Jefferson. In light of these principles, how can we find a path forward that ensures the stability of our nation's finances while addressing the concerns of both parties? Well, it is incumbent upon our leaders to rise above partisan divisions and engage in open dialogue, seeking common ground for the betterment of our country. As the opening of a grand scene, uh, the design in Providence, of the illumination of the ignorant and the emancipation of the slavish part of mankind all over the earth. So you believe that through thoughtful and respectful discourse, we can navigate this challenging situation and preserve the integrity of our nation? Indeed. The strength of our democracy lies in our ability to engage in constructive debate, to listen to different viewpoints, and to seek solutions that uphold the principles upon which our great nation was founded. I have great confidence in the common sense of mankind in general. I rely not only on their common sense, but on their candor and the brutality towards an adversary. Your faith in the common sense and goodwill of the people is a reassuring sentiment, Mr. Jefferson. As we near the conclusion of our conversation, what final message would you like to leave with our listeners regarding this pressing issue? I implore the leaders of our great nation to cast aside partisan discord and to pursue the path of reason and responsibility. Let us remember the words I wrote in my first inaugural address. If there be any among us who wish to dissolve this union or to change its Republican form, let them stand undisturbed as monuments of the safety for which error of opinion may be tolerated where reason is left free to combat it. 
Profound words, Mr. Jefferson. Thank you for joining us today and providing your invaluable insights into this crucial issue. Your perspective, rooted in the principles that shaped our nation, remains as relevant today as it was during your time. It has been my honor to participate in this conversation, and I thank you for the opportunity to lend my voice to this important discussion. May we all strive to navigate the challenges before us with wisdom, unity, and an unwavering dedication to the well-being of our great nation. Thank you. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, an enlightening conversation with Thomas Jefferson, shedding light on the current debate surrounding the debt ceiling and the potential default of the United States. Join us next time as we delve into another timeless conversation with a prominent historical figure. Until then, stay informed and engaged. Thank you for listening. The past is gone. The future hasn't arrived. Your hopes and fears are phantoms. There is no heaven above, no hell below, no supernatural realms. There is only this. Music